The following program is hosted by immature, irreverent, obnoxious, and often disgusting young men. Listener discretion is advised. This time on Nude Clan, Castlevania, Season 2. Shall we play a Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Nude Clan, the video game podcast that watches video game TV shows. Mm-hmm. I am your host, Caleb Schweiss. Caleb Craig. And Cameron. And today we are going to be discussing the awesome um, Castlevania Season 2. Spoilers, we all liked it a lot. Yep. Um, Going to be diving into that, getting our getting our thoughts off. Um, I've got some notes about what basically what took place. Uh, we'll talk with Craig a little about like the canon because we've all only played one. Well, Cameron and I have only played Symphony of the Night, right? That's the only Castlevania game you played. Yeah, that's like, the only one I That's part of the canon. So yeah, so we'll we'll talk about that. Um, kind of where this takes the canon as well for the show. But yeah. Cool. It's your first episode of Nude Clan. Uh, just listen to all of it. So, got a lot of good shit. <laughs> just listen to all of it. Yeah, just don't worry about it. Okay, uh, so what have you guys been? Uh, what have you been up to this week? What have you been playing, Craig? Uh, let's see. This week I played a little bit of Borderlands Three. Uh, how's how's bit. that? It's pretty sweet so far. I picked the Beastmaster guy. His name is Flack. Um, there's a lot more comedy in this one, I feel, than the sec- and then the other ones. Just like already, um, it's pretty sweet. I have like a, a I'm the Beastmaster, so I can I have like a pet Skag that I have running around with me. He'll like attack dudes for me. He'll like come and defend me. Uh, I can use my super to make him like double in size and like freak the fuck out on dudes. Nice. Uh, he's useful as a distraction. Like I can uh, get certain abilities that make it so that whenever I hit enemies, it'll start healing my pet, or whenever my pet hits an enemy, it'll start healing me. Um, get like abilities where like if uh, anybody hits my pet, then they take damage for it, stuff like that. It's pretty fucking sweet so far. Nice. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was never into the those games as much. Yeah, um, I mean, I played the second one, but that's pretty much all I've done yeah. in the Borderlands. Yeah, I mostly got it because my brother really likes those games, and he wanted to play it with me, so that's why I got it. So you guys have been co-oping it? Yeah, um, and then I played some uh, Astral Chain, uh, bought that. It's pretty good so far, I really dig That's it. the Platinum one, right? Yeah, that's the Platinum Did you have that in the last vote? Yeah. Yeah, that's oh, the one he thought it was going to win. How did it get so fucked? I don't know. I guess it was second place, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I mean, it was... Yeah, yeah, that's all right. Respectable. And then I played some uh, Sekiro as well, and that game is rough. Oh, why'd you play Sekiro? What, uh... 
because it was winning the vote. That's why. Oh. And because uh, it was currently on sale for like 25% off. So I was like, well, might as well get it now instead of later. Yeah, that's so, man, poor Cameron. Uh, vote's over, by the way. I guess we can do this. Sekiro, 47%. Um, Astral Train, 36, Wolfenstein, Youngblood, 9, and Judgment, 7% of the vote. So, Cameron, it's, you just, you just get shit on every time, man. It's because like, he picks, like, our, uh, the basic bitch shooter game. Our listeners the, just like new uh, a certain type of game, and that's just what it's gonna, what's gonna win. I mean, did a, you honestly want to play Wolfenstein, Youngblood, no, it was more like, like uh, every other thing that had come out so far? It was more like, I, I well, number one, Wolfenstein, Youngblood just barely came out, too. And, uh, I don't know, I had, I owned it. So do you own it? Yeah, because it, it came, came with, with my the... graphics card. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. You told me. So I was like, oh, well, I have this game. Uh, I already own it, so might as well nominate it. I think it's just a Calebocracy here. Like we just, we just know how to well, tickle them in the right way. Well, yeah. There's a, a certain genre of games our listeners appreciate the most. So any games that kind of fit that that niche is what's gonna that's what's gonna win. I mean, Fifty Cent, Blood on the Sand. That dominated the vote. Well, that's because people expect it to be shitty. So, and they like us doing shitty games. Yeah, if they they expect a game to make us mad, that's what they're gonna pick, no matter what. Even if there's like better options. Oh, I see my uh, my Overwatch clip uh, up there on on your Twitter feed. Yeah, yeah, good times. Um, so yeah, we will be playing Sekiro, sort of, sort of. So uh, I guess Craig put six hours into it he's the only one of us who's played it so far so uh yeah yeah you want to want to continue mention anything else about that craig about sekiro yeah Yeah, i'm not fucking playing it okay there it is yeah that's what it is uh i played it for six hours I am not good at that game. I, it is it is different enough from Dark Souls by the fact that it's not an RPG, so I can't just like upgrade my shit and do better. It is entirely a timing thing, which I am horrible at in every way. Um, people saying that it's like a rhythm game is not that far off. I mean, it's not quite like that, but it's all about the timing of the parrying and then attacking right afterwards, which... I can't do that in a boss fight where I'm fighting like 50 dudes at once while also trying to parry every fucking guy mm. at the same time. So your timing is just bad in every way. Oh, yeah. Sounds like we it's, need a sitcom where, you know, your timing on things are just not quite right and uh, find yourself in hilarious situations, <sighs> social and whatnot. Yeah, that's not, that wouldn't be too far off there either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah timing yeah yeah every time we try to do uh try to draw something out craig just drops it it's like you're like gonna make a joke and he'll just like finish the joke for you flatly and Mm. much too quick it's because your jokes are fucking shitty all right it's shitty and it doesn't deserve the dramatic pause to deliver your stupid fucking pun all right (laughs) just saying you steal it 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 every time it needs to be just said and so we can move on all right Mm mm-hmm all right, great. All right. So go. moving on. So I guess uh, we're going to move forward with Sekiro, but just have Schweiss and I attempt it. So we haven't played it. Just heard a lot about it. Um, Craig doesn't seem hopeful, but um, we'll start playing it and see how far we get. We have two months. 
I mean, can you not grind really? Like, uh, you can grind out like skill points, but that doesn't really like increase your damage or anything. Hmm. Uh, it basically, so you have like a your Estus flash type thing, but you can only increase the amount of charges with like uh, gourd seeds. So you have to like find those. I'm not sure how to get those. Um, and then there's like little pellets that you can use that will heal you a little bit over time. There's items you can use, but they don't really, um, uh, there's some that will increase your damage a little bit, but it's not, it's not enough. So it sounds pretty similar to their other games, just less RPG like. Yeah. It's more of an action game, um, to be honest, but it's, yeah, it's, uh, you can increase like your health by baiting bosses and stuff, but that's uh, really the only way to do that. I got one of the. There's a skill that you can buy, um, which increases the amount of healing that healing items will give you. Which I bought that, but like it's it's not enough because like your your health bar is pretty tiny already, and your um, your healing gourd will only heal you like for forty percent of your health. Hmm. Well, I'm excited to get fucked by that game we'll see how it goes should uh, anything else from you this week uh, those I think are it yeah okay um, I played a tad of No Man's Sky um, this weekend I had intended to uh, download the PS4 beta for Modern Warfare uh, but I never got around to it oh is the beta out yeah Yep, the the open beta. Nice. Um, that game comes I, out next month, right? Yeah. So I, I think I'm still planning on grabbing it when it drops. Um, I just don't know what platform to get it on. Uh, well, crossplay, Greg. Crossplay. And people are crossplay. People are. Uh, so they did a terminate. Oh. Terminate. Uh, terminate. Fuck. Anyways, they were they in advertising the game between console players and PC players. And the good console players actually, you know, that held sticky aim held, you know, not even only held their own, but did really well against PC players. Because when it comes to PC aiming, not everyone is super precise, super precise, and one hundred percent accurate. So if you take top of the line PC player who's one hundred percent accurate, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna be really good. But console for people with average aim really helps bridge that gap, and so. There's not going to be. It's not going to be a world of everyone who's on a PC immediately dominating console players. It has to be the best of the PC players that dominates the console players. Mm. And then it's going to mention that uh, that Killer Queen is coming out next month on Switch, and it's also going to have crossplay with PC and Xbox. Nice. Um, Other game I played was Monster Hunter World, playing that Iceborne uh, DLC. How is that? It's fun, yeah. Um, Whole new rank to grind out now. A whole new level of weapons and armor sets to grind out. Nice. Um, Might bring me back to the game for the next little bit till that's done. uh, What weapon are you using in that again? I forget. Um, I go between the heavy bow gun and insect glaive. Oh yeah, that's right. That's what the one you want. Yeah. you like a lot. I think I'm gravitating more towards heavy bow gun, and I'm probably going to branch out into other weapons just because it's hard to keep the insect glaive at max DPS potential, and it's probably why it's one of the lower tier weapons. Just oh, because it's a lower tier weapon. It just it's it's a lot of management to keep it at its most effective, mm-hmm. and so a good chunk of your fighting time is spent trying to refill your 
uh, speed, damage, and uh, defense buffs because you need all three of them procced to enter super bug glaive mode. Hmm. And that's where your deeps are. So, yeah, that's what I played. Well, cool. Um, shit, this week's been kind of light for me. Um, I think I played a little bit of... No, you know what? I don't think I played anything. (sighs) Fuck, sorry. Except for 50 Cent Blood on the Sand. I think that's the only thing I played this week. I played that too. I forgot to mention that. Um, I am almost done with that game on hard. It's very difficult. Very unforgiving. You have like four things left and yeah. it'll be done. So I'm getting pretty close. Um, so we'll have that. I'll have that done by this next week. Uh, yeah, that's been a, yeah, that's been great. Good time. Yeah. You're currently on like the hardest piece of shit part in the game. So at least it was for me. Yeah. It's, it's been rough at times for sure. Very rough. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm impressed that you got past the helicopter part. Because that was disgusting. It was rough, man. It was really fucking hard. I died a lot, and I just, I would just get blasted. There's just so many dudes and so many tanks I, I and so many things. Not enough time to kill them all. I'm glad there was at least a checkpoint in that fucking level. Otherwise, I would have been super pissed. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, that's it for what we've been playing this week. The true question, the only question. What's up? What's everyone? beaten this week greg uh 50 cent blood on the sand okay 50 cent blood on the sand cameron anything from you nada all right so you can play that 50 cent game game no why not man <laughs> i'm good you don't want to you don't want to experience the the soundtrack you don't want to get into rap cameron don't want to experience that really shitty AI. Just don't want to, yeah, go through the game unless I have to. Dude, it really bums me out that I we mean, didn't play that co-op. It's no, it's no bounty hunter, guys. Let's be honest. No, because it's better. Spoiler: Is it even, is it even as bad as Alice to you? No, it's not. Man, it's, that's why it's fucking disturbing. <laughs> it's because you kind of liked it. Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so Caleb finished 50 Cent, Blood on the Sand. I didn't finish anything. Cameron didn't finish anything. So, 34 for Craig, 27 for me, 12 for Cameron. That is the nude clan for the hosts. Guys, get your shit in for Hog. This is going to be a week one matchup for Hog League. So, make sure you knock all that out. Get, Get ready. Get your points. And we will face off. Um, cool. We got a question, or do you want to talk Castlevania? Uh, let's just talk Castlevania. All right. Do they have? Do they do trailers for these things? Probably. I mean, when uh, Netflix usually has like a little tidbit that they show before like, they actually release the season. Probably should have had this pulled up before. But. All right, oh, yeah, this is an official trailer. Okay.
no further. My generals, in killing my wife, Please. humanity has proven to me that they don't deserve the earth. We will scour them off the land. My father, he's gone mad. And now he's going to destroy the world. Human scheme and betray. They all must die. Imagine it. A world without humans. Under endless night. Dracula has to be destroyed. We can't fail. Stand back. We're all gonna die! All of us! Enough! Man, that was a pretty good trailer, actually. Oh, yeah. Kind of impressed with that. Um, so, Castlevania Season 2 initially aired July 7th, 2000. Oh, no, seven, that's the first season. Is that right? Oh, uh, October 26, 2018. So they released it all at once because it's Netflix, yeah. obviously. Um, that's when Season 2 came out. Season 1, apparently July 7th, 2017. So we got it just a little over a year. And, of course... Um, you know, we're pretty much due for another season. I know they said they were renewing it, but I don't really know anything outside of that. Um, it's exciting, though. I, I thought this was actually a really good season. Kicks off <clears throat> best way possible. Flashback to Dracula's past. Right, this is his wife healing people, um, and then the the Catholics arrive. And they start kind of tearing the building apart, um, just kind of ripping everything down. They keep finding devices that she's using uh, to heal these people, just medical devices of ancient uh, make and model. And they're, cons- they're like consumed by the idea that this is witchcraft. Um, and anything that they can't explain is an act of a witch. So they accuse her of being a witch and... Um, yeah, they they basically just recap the fact that Dracula's wife got killed early on in season one. Um, and now it cuts to the present tense with uh, Dracula and his armies, and he's trying to figure out a way to annihilate humanity from the world, right? His whole objective is to kill every single human. And this leave enough for, like, herds and stuff. He doesn't even want to do that. Yeah. A couple of his generals want to do that. Um, That's true, yeah. Forgot and about that. two of his main generals. He promised that to uh, the one Forge Master, too. Yeah, he did. Uh, two of his main generals are actually humans. Um, and humans that he had come across during his previous travels around the Earth. Yeah, when his wife told him to travel the Earth to kind of like find out how humans live, he met these two characters uh, when he was doing that. 
Yeah. Um, so these guys are very highly trusted, and everyone is super suspicious of them because they're humans, and they're like, well, why are you here? We're going to wipe out your entire race. Like Everyone's kind of confused about that, um, and they are very prejudiced against them for you know, understandable reasons, I guess. Their whole objective is to kill them all, so it doesn't make sense to have them here. Um, we get... Uh, we get some flashback for one of those guys. He burned his parents alive, apparently. Um, and we kind of get a lot of backstory to these side dudes in this season. Um, after that, though, the uh, Wallachians are kind of taken off, leaving town, because they survived the, the horrible attack in season one. And some of them were just taken off. Um, and this is when we get some Alucard in here and he's still super stoked on the idea of killing Dracula and he's met up by Trevor Belmont and the girl whose name Sifa. is it Sifa? Yeah, they they say uh, like Sifa and Sifa like both in the show. It's like weird two different characters pronounce it two different ways. Hmm. So I don't know. I don't know why they pronounce the name so weirdly in there. Because I thought it was here in, like, Cypher. Yeah. I don't fucking know, dude. So him and the chick, Trevor and his girl, go meet up. Um, and then we find out that one of the generals is a necromancer. Um, and, of course, they both end up being necromancers. What you find out first for one of them. And he's, like, bringing the uh, dead back to life. And that's what turns them into these the imp creatures that we saw ravaging the town at the end of season one. Um, so that's kind of like the big twist in the first episode, yeah. like, Oh, armies of undead. Yeah. Armies of the undead are being used. Um, so second episode kicks off. We got Trevor Belmont. He wants to go to his estate. Cause everyone wants to kill Dracula. Everyone wants to end this conflict. You know, that's the only way to do it is to kill the guy on the top. And they're hoping something in the estate would, uh, help them figure out how to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause the Belmonts, of course, they've been fighting vampires for generations, right? Um, so he's convinced there's going to be something there that's going to help out. Um, this is when we get introduced into another baddie for the show with uh, Carmela, um, who joins the council that Dracula has put together. And Dracula notes that she's super late. Um, but then she immediately denounces him for um, his actions. Like, he's, like, not organized and shit like that. And she just kind of tries to put him in his place right away. And Dracula's not having it. And kind of pulls her off to the side. Um, and they, they have their own little banter. And she's obviously going to be a power player in the show mm-hmm. for the rest of the series, probably. Um, and that's kind of where we end with those guys. Uh, we get some patrol of the night creatures. They're just out, like, hunting down people. And uh, Alucard and Belmont and Sifa, fucking whatever end up putting their uh, their skills to the test and kill a bunch of night dudes. But one of the dudes survives and actually flies back to uh, to warn the castle that, like, Alucard is out there. Right, and, and that was the uh, the flying dude and the spear dude, right? Yeah. And that's, like, a direct one of the bosses from one of the games. Oh, from, is it really? Uh, yeah, a lot of the enemies that appear in the show are uh, creatures that appear in the games. Like notable, notable creatures are often like the bosses, right? Yeah, or just like random enemies that will appear. Was the one with the blindfold on? Was that one in Symphony of the Night? Uh, the bird with the blindfold. I think so. Yeah. Okay, I think I remember that actually. 
Um, so yeah, in the first uh, first season there was that creature. There was, there was the two creatures that were one of the first bosses you fight in Symphony of the Night too. Okay. So Isaac, one of the uh, necromancer guys, what did you call him? What is their intro thing? What? The necromancer guys. What are they? The forge masters. Yeah, forge masters. That's what they call them in here. Um, one of them is like disturbingly whipping himself because he's masochistic, I guess. Um, and he ends up finding the surviving beast that returns to the castle. And that's kind of where we end the second episode. So it's kind of like, oh, they're going to find out that these guys are out and about. I'm going to try to go back and kill them. So episode three starts out again with a flashback. And this is for Hector. Um, he resurrects his dog as a child. So there's, he finds this dog, and I assume it's his dog, that's got like its eye pecked out, and, like its insides out and all that shit. And he kind of brings it back to life because he's a forge master. He's able to do that, right? And he goes and he brings it into his house, and his his uh, parents freak the fuck out pretty much. Yeah, as one would. Yeah, for a dead dog that came back to life, right? <clears throat> Some real pet cemetery kind of shit going on. So Carmela then is trying to get Hector to dispense of troops to find Belmont and his estate, and to search for weaponry. So she's really trying to turn everybody against Dracula because Dracula. He doesn't really have a united front or anything like that. It's all just chaos and yeah. and madness. It's just like no real direction in the way they want the, the war against humans to go. Yeah, yeah, and she's got a real fucking problem with that. Um, for obvious well, reasons. She doesn't I mean. have a problem with that. Everybody else does, and she's using that to, uh, to like take Dracula's <coughs> position. Yeah, yeah, to take power, yeah. Because all, all of the vampires are very unruly at this point, because they... Yeah. They don't know what's going on. Dracula seems to want to kill everybody, and then they're like, well, we can't kill everybody because then what are we going to eat? You know, and one of the guys is like, oh, I, I'm sick of eating pig's blood because it gives me the shits, you <laughs> yeah, know. God brand. Yeah, yeah and so Good like, old God brand. So these guys are getting really unruly. His court's becoming very turned against him. And, uh, and you know, she knows that. Carmela knows that, so she's going to use it to her advantage. And try to try to take the castle, pretty much. And she promises Hector that conditions would be humane for the putting down of all the humans. Um, and he kind of doesn't want them all to be wiped out. So Trevor arrives at his estate, his family home, his ancient family house. Uh, the, the chick opens the door with the magic... And they kind of, like, spend a while in the uh, library just arsenaling up getting books trying to figure out how to defeat dracula yeah um and then trevor actually finds the morning star in here which of course is the epic whip that we get in most of the castlevania games that that actually kind of bothers me because that whip is in the games is called the vampire killer oh really yeah i think it's the tip like the metal like actual ball that's supposed to be called the morning star but the whip itself is the vampire killer oh well i guess calling the whole thing morning star kind of makes more sense though yeah 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 that's fair um so yeah he finds his ultimate weapon so then we cut back to the vampires godbrand is convinced that dracula's movements will will uh 
extinct them. So he's convinced, like, if we get rid of all the humans, we're going to run out of blood and we're going to die ourselves. Like, I don't want that. He's starting to get really unruly. Um, And Carmela confronts him and tells him that she won't serve an old man. She, like, remembers her past where she served some old vampire lord. And he used to be really cool, but then he, like, started getting lazier and lazier and crappier over time. And she ended up killing him and leaving him. And she came here with Dracula because Dracula is part of the new movement. You know, there's this new political idea going on amongst the vampire community. So she's interested. But she goes and she sees that it's kind of going to be the same old, same old for her. And, oh, sorry, she's not interested in that um, at all. And so she's really really starting to try to take over now. Um, she's convinced herself that, like, she's got to put a stop to this. It's not going to be a repeat of last time. Um, so that's 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 the end of that one. Uh, episode four, we got Godbrand. Yeah, he's he, he, he talks about his hate of pig blood in here, and that's a pretty funny little scene. And Carmela tries to turn Hector and calls Dracula a confused man. And this is where we find out that Dracula lied about the culling. So for Hector, he thought that Dracula was going to reduce the population to a controlled amount and right. refuse to let them take up arms against the vampires ever again, right? So they want to keep them small enough that they don't start trouble. Right. Um, but now he realizes that Dracula is going to kill every fucking buddy, and he has no remorse. There's no breeding or uh, no feeding grounds that are going to be set up. It's all just to kill. And that doesn't really sit right with him because he didn't want that at all. Um, and of course, Camilla wants to take the castle. We get a flashback to Isaac and Isaac knows the truth. He knows that Dracula wants to end the, the human race. He's and totally chill with it. Yeah. He's, he's In down. Fact, loves it. Yeah. Um, Dracula then knows he he's starting to like figure out that there's all this unrest going on in his court, and he's he's going to have to start really poor moves. management by Dracula. Yeah, yeah, he just doesn't care. You know, he just yeah. wants them all dead, and it's a very vague idea. And that's basically kind of the way he's been running. Is like, go kill humans. They're like, well, if we did it like this and that and that, and then we could do it any more officially. Nope, just I don't care. Just go kill them. Yeah, yeah, really simple minded um, yeah. rage and hate. Yeah, yeah. You, know. you can see like the fire's kind of burned out of him. He's just super depressed now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the vampires end up going nuts on this little town out there too to kind of let their blood, you know, um, to just get out and do do shit. And they yeah. kind of went around Dracula's back for that. Um, and then Godbrand actually ends up getting slain by Isaac after admitting his uh, his traitorous intentions. So he's basically comes to him and he's like look man this isn't gonna work out we need to take over this guy's old he's crazy and he's gonna kill us all is it at at what point um did carmela try to uh convince hector uh to her side to get hector to betray dracula Um, is that before after uh isaac kills godbrand it's before okay yeah so there's that point too where since hector is a little bit softer she tries uh, to get Hector, you know, to see, you know, Dracula's not doing this right and to have and to create uh, some army of undead that's loyal to Carmela. Yeah. Yeah. That's where, like, the idea comes from. Um, so Godbrand's dead. Sad day. So episode five, Hector and Isaac discuss providing guidance 
Um, Hector wants to have a plan. Ox, Isaac kind of agrees, um, and they're they're he, Isaac's kind of playing Hector at this yeah. point because he knows he doesn't trust Hector because he sees Hector's humanity as a weakness. You know, he's fully embraced this ideology of humans are lesser and must be wiped out, and um, he, you know, he they, they set up a plan and they kind of play each other a little bit. Yeah, as it goes on. So yeah, um, Isaac. Where is Isaac's like, really the only one who's a hundred percent behind. Uh, yeah, he's Dracula. the only truly loyal person in the entire cast. And then Hector trying to find out more, and then maybe trying to convince Isaac to, you know, let's help Dracula. So Hector's always coming at it from a let's help Dracula point of view. Yeah, not a hundred percent betraying Dracula. Yeah, but, uh, but Isaac knows, and he's talking to Dracula, and is like, "Yeah, they're not really like, they haven't betrayed you yet, but they're they're just unrestful, so they want like an actual plan, yeah. going, so they don't like turn against you, basically." And so that's why he goes along with like Hector's plan to uh, to kind of like take over this one por- uh, this one city, um, mm. so that they could. Um, lock the humans in place so they couldn't like escape from another route and that didn't go entirely to plan yeah because at that point uh sifa discovers how to capture the castle uh and then bring it to where she wants it to be and then lock it in that place and part of it that the the river around that city too i think wasn't it blessed Yes, so they, uh, Carmilla gets Hector to revive the um, the priest that killed Dracula's wife. Yeah, and then he she has him bless the the water, so it's holy water. And then she has her forces attack the remaining forces that are inside of Dracula's castle, mm. while his forces try and go subdue the humans. Right. So there's that inner conflict uh, within Dracula's castle. Kind of finally comes to a head with this move. Um, where Carmilla makes her move, um, and now her troops are uh, since Dracula's lo- lost a lot of his uh, troops to that that event with the holy water. Um, it's like right after they bless the the river that like Sifa captures the castle and brings it to the Belmont. yeah. So it's like right as that right as they're storming the castle, right as that's happening, Sifa then calls the castle location and boom, it lands. Yeah, yeah there's a kind of a funny reaction scene where Carmilla's like, "What the fuck was that?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so Belmont Estate gets under attack, uh, is under attack as well, and they end up undercovering the translation um, of some ancient text, which allows them to kind of move forward and figure out what they need to do. Uh, so there's a lot of like intrigue going on in the Belmont Estate. Um, but that's where that's where that one ends. Uh, episode six: Belmont prepares to fight the demons, while others um, kind of start repairing the teleport mirror thingy that's in there, apparently. And that and allows she needs them to see the uh, the castle in order to like grab it, basically. So he needs to use the the mirror of vision or whatever they called it, so that mm. he could see the castle before they moved it. Right. And so yeah, he's man. repairing that while uh, Trevor starts fighting off the, the creatures that are trying to get at him while she's preparing the spell so that she can grab the castle and move it to um, right where they are. Oops. Yeah, yeah. she's That's the whole objective of her, which is kind of a dumb idea because 
Um, and they, they find this out later. Uh, yeah, she realizes that she ported the castle to right above them, and they're standing, like, in a, a hollow space. Yeah, underground. Underground, yeah. And it eventually... Like, oh, it can't support the weight. I mean, it holds, <laughs> strangely... But yeah, that's that's it one wasn't of the fears. like directly on top of them, but it was like partially on top of them. I think is why. Okay. But part of it does like start caving in as soon as like it like lands there, so they have to get out of there as quickly as they can because they don't want to be destroyed. Yeah, as one, you know, would. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but then there's that awesome fight scene all the way up those uh, that stairwell too, as they're trying to escape. Yeah, that, that is pretty sweet. Yeah, they uh, resurrect the Archbishop, like we said, and he blesses the the water, and then this is where Carmela really turns on Dracula. Yeah. She wipes out like most of his army because they're coming out to join the you know join the war, join the conflict, and Carmela just tears down the bridge that they're walking across, and after the water has been blessed with holy water, it'll kill all vampires that it touches. Right? Yep. So she's basically springing a huge trap on Dracula's ass, and it it does some serious damage. They attack. The uh, mirror actually transports the castle where it needed to go, and the you know Carmela's army ends up getting knocked out too because the castle ends up like almost being like port teleport dragged across the land, and it lands in the water. And then when it teleports away from the water, it creates a tsunami, essentially, and it just, like, wipes out tons of her dudes. No, so. yeah, that whole part was cool with the way they did that, the teleport drag effect. Yeah, yeah, and it was sweet watching all those dudes get fucking nuked on. Cause they, yeah, so Kamara's left in that city with still a good chunk of her own forces, her own people, and then a good chunk of her people were left inside the castle as well, trying to do, yeah, you know, and perform H- the coup inside there. also left outside with Carmilla and her army. Yeah, because Hector eventually did kind of betray Dracula. Yeah. He went along with Carmilla. He just didn't fully realize what he was doing. Yeah. Because uh, they like to discuss this in the in the show, is that they kind of think Hector is has Naive the mind of a child. Childlike, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's a little tarted when it comes to this kind of shit. Um, so he's basically now stuck with her, and he realizes that he knows that he can't go anywhere. Um, he's got to be... He's got to be with her. Um, and that's kind of where episode six finishes. Um, seven. It's when everything happens. Yeah. Really great episode here. Alucard, Trevor, and, and Siffer. Siffa. Siffa. Syphilis. Uh, they escape the estate. And they waste. I was waiting for that. What? For him to call, to call her Syphilis. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is spelled similarly. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. So they waste the remaining remaining vampires. And, yeah, uh, so they walk up, notice that there's like some infighting going on, which is a bit strange. But then, yeah, as soon as they start making their yeah, way in, as soon as humans that's walk when they, in, everybody yeah, starts they fighting stop. them. Yeah, they're like, what the fuck? These three yeah. humans? What are they just walking in here? So they all kind of align to take on these guys. And we have a really I epic mean, There's still fight scene. some kind of like fighting amongst the vampires in the background, too. But, uh, yeah, epic, epic fight scene. Yeah. yeah, all the generals start fighting with them, and then uh, 
Alucard uses his sword. Sifa starts blasting him with magic. Uh, Sifa has some really cool moves and scenes here. I think she kind of steals the show with uh, her magic going yeah, on. She like immediately annihilates one of the generals. <laughs> she um, does the uh, the ice spikes thing, and then does the ice wall that just get you know fucking slices a vampire in half and. Does the the huge you know obliteration move on one of the generals? Alucard has his fucking cool sword that just he doesn't actually have to hold to be awesome. He just fucking flits around, goes wherever he wants it. Yeah, to. doesn't yeah. he have that in the game too? Uh, not in Symphony of the Night. No. I think I've seen it before though. Mm. Not in Symphony, but maybe. Um, and then, uh, and then Trevor's Trevor. using the magic of the Morning Star, starts blasting fireballs out of it when he's using the the whip, and he's like mo- doing some sweet moves with it. Yeah, so awesome fight scene. Everyone was waiting for this to happen. It was so good. Yep, they destroy all the generals. They kill most of the vampires in there. They make it to. Uh, uh, they start making their way to where uh, Dracula is. Uh, Dracula, at this point, is kind of just sitting in his study, and Isaac breaks in. He's like, dude, we got to get out of here. Um, they're they're going to try and kill you, but uh, I'll, I'll defend this place while you leave. And yeah. Dracula's like, you're, you know, you're the most loyal one. I don't want you to die. And so he, like, um, grabs him and throws him into the desert. Uh, through yeah. the mirror so that uh, Isaac doesn't get fucked and then um, Dracula meets up with Alucard they start fighting eventually he starts beating the shit out of him until he gets to the to where they meet in yeah, Alucard's so they, childhood this room. is such a, a good stark contrast from the fight scene before where these three walk up and just fucking destroy everyone in their first room all those high level vampires or whatever just leveled. Then they get to this part where now they have to go fight Dracula, and he is something else other than even those without other having like being like feeding, and he's like not at full strength. He's beating the shit out of like all of it them. is like they could hardly do anything to him. Wasn't like the, he's a god among vampires. Yeah, wasn't the thing in Oblivion is that like the longer you went without feeding, the stronger you I mean, were. That wasn't Oblivion, yeah, but that's not how it is in Castlevania, I guess. Like, yeah. they make a note that, like, Dracula hasn't been feeding at all. He's basically just wanting to die, so that's why he's all depressed and just sitting there. Yeah. But he doesn't need... But, he, yeah, he's watch still, him Watch he's him still wipe the floor with only, with only 10% of his full power. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, the anime trope. Uh, yeah, so he... He's not at full strength, but he still beats the shit out of him. He eventually, like, it, the fight leads to Alucard's room where he starts fighting uh, him, Alucard in there. And then he, like, stops for a moment and realizes that he's killing his own child in his own room. And he, like, walks over to a picture of his wife and starts talking to it and is, like, freaking out. Yeah, and well, his the, the big thing now is, like, he's up to this point... Um, Dracula has kind of been able to disassociate his son with his mission that he's uh, taking part in, right? Yeah. He was able yeah. to, like, say, no, he's just a little bastard that's going against my wishes, and he's just blindly following this idea that he has about what to do with the human, human right. race. And he finds himself, and you're right, in his, in his son's room, and then he looks around and he realizes, like, what he's doing, you know? And this is actually really, really well done in this, oh, yeah. in this 
fucking show, you know, and he's he sees a picture of his wife and his son and he like picks it up and he's like, What am I doing? you know, he's like, I'm killing our our child, you know, like you know, we made this child together and I'm in his room killing him. Like what what the fuck is wrong with me, you know? Right. And, and it's like he's doing half of this because he despises humanity for what they did to his wife and then for him to then slaughter, you know, his son at right yeah, at the same time just just he couldn't not do it cuz his whole reason is because of her and he's a part of her. Yeah. He's a part of him. Yeah, and it's a it's pretty impressive. I was I was very impressed with this episode of the show. Yeah, and that's when Alucard breaks off a piece of his bed and then like slowly just stabs Dracula with it so that he could die. Yeah, yeah I think I had to stake him first. Yep. Uh, and then Dracula, you know, he starts like spazzing out, and then he starts walking towards Alucard, and then his head gets just taken and then off. Trevor by... cuts off his head because, yeah. like, he just trying to stop because uh, Alucard couldn't do anything more. Yeah, because he didn't he didn't like that he had to kill his dad. Yeah, and, and then, then and then Sifa has to burn the body because it could come back or whatever. Yeah, and then afterwards which releases, they releases like a weird darkness. Yeah, they had a really good point because uh, Alucard was like kind of mourning the fact that his dad died yeah. he's like well i mean he of was a monster is, yeah. but you know he was still my dad and and they they had a really good line there they like you know they said it's like kill the kill the murderer but weep for the man is kind of the idea behind it and that's yeah. really i don't know that really goes beyond a lot of the things that we a lot of what we do now as a culture you know like when somebody fucks up you know like if we have like a michael jackson thing or they he might have raped kids and stuff like people still love his music and stuff like that but they it's it's kind of the opposite like you 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 weep for the loss of the music but you despise what the man did you know mm-hmm. and i feel like that's a good that's a good representation of what we should try to do is sort of disassociate people uh, in some regard because like yeah they they might do horrible things but like if your dad does horrible stuff he's still your dad you know and there's a certain level of like, I mean, I, I think it fits more on a personal level rather than on a on general a, a general scale. Yeah, I would say um, so. Yeah, and it fits more on a yeah on a yeah definitely on a personal level because I don't know. It's just weird, especially if the medium that they're bringing to the the world is also what helped them do the thing that they were doing. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I just thought that was really that was a really yeah. impressive way to approach it. You know, because yeah, it's a much it's a very personal thing where um, you can say you know you can have a parent that you know you have good memories being raised and were the best parent, and then things start to turn south and your relationship's not as bad. You can you know still love your parent for who you know how how they raised you and who they were, yeah. but you don't necessarily have to to love what they've done. Yeah, to yeah become so yeah and it, uh trevor and sifa try to help him get through it trevor in a poor way because he's like you know stop whining we saved the world yeah and then sifa's like and what he's trying to say is like you can you can cry for him but we did save like billions of lives yeah so it was the right thing to do but that doesn't mean it was an easy thing to do you know um, so really, really good episode of TV right there. That's like probably the best thing Netflix has ever done, as far as I can tell. <laughs> Easily, yeah, yeah. episode seven by itself. Just, <laughs> I mean, it was. I was impressed. I kind of wish it would have ended there, honestly. 
Well, um, I mean, yeah. I, but I like the to, wind down though. I yeah, really they do. Have, they have to have like that after stuff too. Yeah, yeah. Because they're help. They're like that's not where the show ends. No, yeah. Like they continue it, and they gotta show you what's gonna happen next. So but, uh, that would have been yeah. an impressive place to end uh, it, at but. the. So the next episode basically starts with like. Uh, Isaac being in the desert and like wrapping up what's happening with him. Yeah, he's yeah, like, he's in the exiled lands. That's yeah, where he's, he's at. he went to yeah, he went to the fucking <laughs> the Conan verse. Uh, <laughs> he's gonna start Schweiss making forever, some wheels of pain. Yeah, Schweiss is forever changed. He now looks at things through Conan's eyes. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> and then uh, so he like starts making a, an army of his own of monsters, um, and then. Uh, Hector and Carmilla uh, has Carmilla has Hector like caged basically. Yeah, basically he's just a slave. She's, now. He's a slave for her now, so she, he's gonna make her an army. Um, and then no man, I was at first I was wondering how you can have a season to follow up on this. Where are you gonna go? But they they put down the the groundwork for it. Yeah, I feel they like have it's gonna two be two different bad guys set up, which that is are probably gonna fantastic. be at, they're probably gonna be fighting each other. Oh, That's what it's gonna be. Isaac is by himself is fucking sweet as a yeah. bad guy, and like Carmilla is has that kind of like uh, Cersei kind of yeah. vibe to her. So like she, that that'll be interesting too. Um, and then it also kind of wraps up for, for Alucard, Trevor and Sifo where, uh, Trevor's like, Hey, you know, take care of my home. He's like, I'm going to, this is your home now. This is your, you are now. And I did he like, you make him an honorary Alucard or something. Well, Alucard is, uh, he's basically saying that he's going to stay in the castle and it's become, it's going to become his tomb or whatever. And then they're both like, Hey, don't make this your home not your tomb yeah and so i give it to you everything the belmont ever was i'm gonna give to you yeah so pretty big moment there um and i mean belmont doesn't seem to really care he's like yeah i'm out of here like yeah Yeah. go ahead here's all this shit and then you know it kind of gives it kind of gives alucard like a renewed sense of um of purpose yeah of purpose gives him a kind of place to be yeah that he could benefit the most from the tombs of knowledge within the yeah, Belmont the, place. The knowledge the of combined his knowledge between the vampires and the Belmonts. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. yeah. Yeah. Um, and then like in the watering hole with, uh, with Isaac, he gets jumped by, I think it's dude. I swear to God, like the voice actor is the Gideon uh, Emery guy. The yeah, voice is both or both Yeah. I thought of Brom when I heard him. I don't know why. What's Brom? Uh, Game of Thrones, not Brom. What's oh, his Bron? name? Bron. Bron. Yeah, it sounds like that guy. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the guy who voices both here, though. I'm like pretty sure it might that. be. Um, but yeah, he he. They approach him. They like give him shit. They're super racist. They're like, oh, we're gonna enslave you. And then Isaac's like, oh yeah, I don't fucking think so. And he kills everybody brutally. And then he Turns starts bringing them into him. monsters. Yeah, he brings it back to life. And he's like, you know what? I'm gonna create my own army. Assuming, I mean, of course, we're left to assume that he's going to continue Dracula's work. I'm going to wipe out the world. Yeah. So he's the new really big bad guy. And then, of course, we get the stuff with uh, Hector and Carmela where she captures them. And, like, that's his destiny now is to create an army for her. Um, So they're both kind of back to doing what they do and creating these armies. They they really came full circle uh, with this 
very opposite sides, and I'm sure they're going to have a conflict between those two. Oh, yeah. I mean, there has to be. Because of the betrayal of Dracula. I wonder how far Isaac will get with his his destruction and building up of it. It's basically, like you said, uh, Carmela Cersei and fucking Isaac is the the White Walker. The White Walker King. Where he's just the wave of death that's just coming everywhere. So I wonder how far he's going to get before there's a clash between the two. There's also the thing with uh, Trevor and Sifo where they kind of like start a relationship. Um, Yeah. Which they're supposed to because that continues the line of the Belmonts. Yeah. Um, And that's kind of where it ends. And that's uh, how it kind of leaves it open for the next season, which leaves a lot of, you know, speculation on like what they're going to do. Are they going to continue with uh, Trevor being the bad guy or being the the Belmont? So do you feel like uh, the next season it'll be... Trevor's and Sifa's son, who's the next uh, Belmont, to work again with Alucard? I think it might skip uh, a couple hundred years or so. Or like what about Isaac? He's still first human. season three. Decades. Isaac's still human. I mean, they set it up to... Yeah, he's still human, and, but yeah. I think that like something will happen where it'll somebody else will take over for him. I don't know exactly where it's going to go. That's the thing. Because like, I can see them having a gap of maybe 30, 40 years maybe. Yeah. And then uh, it's Isaac still being the old uh, necromancer who built up the Army of Dead to finish Yeah, because he's work. a necromancer, then, I kind of And then Carmela be being firmly, firmly seated in her power now to, to be the, you know, part of the triangle. Yeah. Um and then that's enough time for Trevor's and Sifa's son to be the Belmont. Technically, yeah. uh, the next game in the series, like after the one that this takes place in, is Curse of Darkness, which I haven't played yet. So I have no idea what the story for that one is. Which it could follow that storyline. And that one's um, three years after what happens in Dracula's Curse, which is what um, right. this whole thing was. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, I'm excited, though. I mean, they haven't announced a, a date as far as I could tell. It just said coming soon on the yeah, Netflix thing. I looked online just a little bit um, for season three, and people thought it was going to be announced when it was in August, because that's when it was announced before. And people had thought that that might stick to an October release date, because that's what they've been doing. But there's yeah. nothing, no word about it yet, so who knows? Yeah, Netflix I, has been I fucking I kind of hope they do just a surprise release, and they're like, hey, it's out now, like in sometime in October. Yeah, that would um, be nice and fitting because of the Halloween yeah. Yeah. shit, but I don't know. They they could have done that with... Yeah, I felt like they released, like, because Stranger Things followed, like, a uh, October release thing as well, but they didn't do that this time. I'm also, yeah. I'm also hoping they give them more episodes to do seasons with. Yeah. Um, just a little bit more time at least, to at least mix a f- more character development and action kind of simultaneously throughout. Yeah, at least a full like anime season of like 12 yeah. episodes. Like they had that kind of partially with the four episodes of the first season and eight of season two. Right. So full 12, I feel like would be good. Um, there's a lot of people that complained about how uh, long season two took just like, uh, because no, they perfect. felt like it had weird pacing just cause like it was all 
compared to the first season. Yeah, but like well, the, it's the first season of four episodes. The, the first, yeah, the first season is like four episodes, and it has to like set up the world immediately. And then yeah. the second, the second season is like, okay, now we got to build up these characters. And then, of course, they have like the excellence that is ep- uh, episode seven. So, uh, I mean, I, I feel like it did exactly what it was supposed to do. It kind of like helps build up the world too. Uh, with all the little mentions they have of like what vampire weaknesses are, yeah, like so they they kind of talk a little bit about running water and stuff and like yeah. holy water and like a various and like other it's things. it's got a weird like level of myth to it too. Like some of it they don't know if it's true or not because they haven't tried for a while. Yeah, like, like they they mentioned that there's like no handbook to being a vampire, so they have no they have no idea like what the extents of their powers are, like what their weaknesses are. They don't exactly know the fullness of what they are. Yeah. yeah. Which is kind of an interesting concept, but I don't know. They didn't really play too much on it. They just all died. It's dead. For the most part. Yeah. At least all the generals and stuff. Uh, Carmilla is still alive. Um, I mean, it is Castlevania. So there, so Isaac may be searching for a way to revive Dracula. Um, so yeah, there's, there's a lot of possibilities that, uh, that could happen. Does Dracula get revived in the games? Uh, yes. You remember how uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night, how he was in there? Actually, you wouldn't know that because you didn't beat Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Of course they did. I beat it just fine. Uh, there's the previous game, Rondo of Blood, where he plays Richter Belmont. Um, Dracula is revived in that, and he beats uh, Dracula in that one. And then uh, Symphony of the Night is directly after that. Symphony of the Night takes place in the game verse, like 320 years after the storyline of what's going on in the show. Oh, okay. So, so Trevor's dead. Well, yeah, Trevor would be long dead. Yes. But then. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. Uh, final thoughts. I mean, I I thought it was great. I think this is a really solid st- television show. I'm excited to see what they do next. Um, this is a lot of really high highs, though. I'm I'm kind of I'd be surprised if the season three was able to live up to it, but I don't see why not. I mean, I mean, they have all the characters there that they could easily do this stuff with. Uh, they kind of spent the entire season building them up, especially like. Hector, Carmilla, Isaac, and then just the main trio. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I hope they add some more really good side characters. I thought they were really fleshed out. Yeah, like Godbrand and a <laughs> few of the other ones. Yeah, Godbrand and Carmilla were really good. Um, I don't know. I just I, I thought this was a really good, really fun time. And, I mean, Alex watched it with me, and she said she's going to watch season one now. Like, So she's really into it, too. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really fast to watch too. It was only like four hours to do the whole season two. Like that's not too bad. Yeah. So. It, uh, yeah, just the quality of this. It's amazing. It's yeah. yeah the artwork, the storytelling, like fucking everything is great. It really makes me, uh, excited for season three and also for, uh, the devil may cry anime that this director is doing too. Yeah. yeah it'd yeah. be interesting to see that. Uh, I kind of want to see what he does um, after doing Castlevania. So hopefully, he does it uh, Game of Thrones Castlevania for Devil May Cry. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how he would do that. Uh, just release one final terrible season to end it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Mm. So we can work on 
Devil May Cry. I think, yeah, well, yeah. Devil May Cry is supposed to be happening Star Wars. Soon. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's why uh, Castlevania might be delayed because he's doing uh, yeah. Devil May Cry at the same time. So they might get pretty close releases. So we'll have to do a review on both of them as soon as they come out. Hmm. That might be a good or a bad thing. Quality of either could suffer because of the split attention. I don't know if the same writers are working on both, but I know he's directing both. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Excited for it to come out. Yeah. Castlevania Season 3. I don't know about uh, Double McCray. Just have to watch it and see how I feel about it. Yeah, I hope that sometime in October they're like, hey, surprise, here it is. Mm. Yeah, I mean, we got that. We've got the Witcher TV show that Netflix is doing. Uh, uh, didn't they? A little bit on the fence about that right now, but yeah. Didn't they put out a release date on accident for that? Um, maybe. I don't know what it is. I think yeah. I saw like an article being like, oh, Netflix accidentally told us when it's coming. Uh, but yeah, so. Season three will be great. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of want to see how where this uh, series goes, like because it seems to be starting with the very beginning of Castlevania, as far as where the game's timeline yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. So, like, eventually down the line, we could have like season thirteen and have it be the Symphony of the Night storyline. Do you think it would really run? This could really run for thirteen seasons. Probably. I mean, it's like if they keep up the quality, people will watch it. I feel like uh, these Netflix originals usually don't last very long. No, they don't. But uh, like the anime ones seem to be doing really well for them, and they don't really cost uh, uh, as much as doing. But anime is also famous for looking like you know ending a, a season with a normal cliffhanger, thinking that you're gonna get something else coming. But nope, just done. Well, that's that's because that's Japanese TV. They uh, they base the next whether or not you get the next season off of whether or not you bought the DVDs that they release. That's that's how they make their money. <laughs> they make their money off the DVD sales uh, instead of off of the commercials and network like we do it. Hmm. So unfortunate because I think their TV is owned by the government. So they don't do commercials in that way. Then you'd think they'd do a lot more just advertising on TV and then just selling it rather than airing their episodes on TV. Yeah. 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 Yep. That's why a lot of shows that I like have been canceled because not enough people bought them DVDs. Mm. Fucking. I mean, why would you when it's so available online? Fucking Japanese people not continuing my TV shows. Yeah. Yeah. Is there any release date for The Witcher, you see? Late 2019 is when it's set to come out, so... So, sometime in December or November? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know, that's all I got for that. Um, You know when I was talking about that Resident Evil Outbreak game that they were going to make? Yeah. Dude, it's not outbreak, dude. I know it's dead by daylight. Yeah, I know. That's what I fucking said. Fuck, it should have been outbreak, bro. Outbreak's already better than dead by daylight. Why would you make it dead by daylight? I mean, you got they they have the option to do it. I mean, they got the liquors, they got Mister X, they got like a bunch of stuff that you could play as and have in that environment. I mean, you can apparently change into each zombie. 
So that I think it's going to be a lot of fun just having oh, like I, one I think, zombie you I can I think hide. what I read about it is like the the person who plays as the other side controls like where the zombies are going to attack you from. So like you're basically in the building and you have to try and escape the building by solving puzzles and doing whatever else uh, as the as the main p- characters but the other person like controls like the zombies are going to attack like these windows they're going to attack here they're going to attack here and then they can send in like Mr. X they could do like all, all sorts of things I, I to try and stop you from better. escaping the the room so it I, does sound pretty sweet it sounds better than dead by daylight uh, for you sure you can also as the main characters uh, use weapons which immediately makes it nice so you can kind of defend yourself against the the hordes instead of just dead by daylight where you have to run away. I'm excited to... Hopefully they have like real bullshit weaponry like an outbreak. You just find like a metal what was, pipe. Uh, what was that zombie game that we played a little bit of uh, where there was the human team and then someone would spawn as a zombie and slowly kill the human team and then as you got killed, then you would be the zombie as well. But was it Halo? No, not like that. <laughs> um, Halo game mode. Certain like more powerful zombies had like, more dead. powers. Maybe was it Left 4 Dead like a multiplayer where it was humans versus players? Type uh, we did the Killing Floor two a little Wait, bit. Was it Killing Floor? I don't. I don't think the other T you turned into a zombie. No, I, I no, it wasn't Killing Floor. Not, not but there was like it was started. out was two teams, and you had to try to survive as the as humans for as long as possible, doing objectives while the other team was zombies. And there was various different kinds of zombies you could spawn as. Hmm. I don't know. That sounds kind of like what this is, though. Yeah, so Dead by Daylight is, you know, your survival horror where, you know, you have one super powerful zombie, but... But let me... Hmm. I don't really recall a game like that. I remember... Oh, well, I'll look for it. I signed up for the beta... Of what? The closed beta for Resistance. Oh. I don't know. I might get in. I might not. I'm I'm excited to try to. I mean, see what it's like. Let you guys all know. But I'll probably buy it when it comes out anyways. Yeah. Yeah, I just hope there's more to it than that. I don't know. Like, the puzzles and stuff will make it fun, at least. Because with Dead by Daylight, it's not really a puzzle. It's just a timing minigame. And like I don't know, oh, yeah, I just you gotta got get really... up all the generators. If they added more yeah. ways to escape, that would be cool. Other than just like the little escape hatch that exists after one person is the only one left. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if they're gonna address that in this new Resident Evil game. Like, what do you do when there's only one guy left? Like, well, I mean, you I can know. still solve the puzzles by yourself. That's true. Maybe they'll just leave that part alone, and they'll just not have the little escape hatch, and you just have to do the objective still i don't know i think i'm I'm pretty excited for it still even though it's not what i wanted it to be i wonder if it's gonna be like the like the first part of um the resi 2 remake where you're just trying to escape the police building so like after you get all the little medallions thing you can get down the stairs i wonder if it's gonna be something like that eh, maybe i don't know I'm excited to go back and see those classic areas again, though, because it's probably going to be just old Resident Evil areas. That would always. be pretty sweet. Yeah, and as long as we have multiple maps and stuff like that, I think it'll be a better. I think it'll be a better game than Dead by Daylight, probably. It just sucks because those games, like, it was a lot of fun, but like, it was a lot of fun for like three nights, and then we were done. And so, like, a new game coming out that's yeah. similar, I'm hesitant. 
it's just like after you figured out what the fuck you're supposed to be doing and I don't know. Just well, it also bothers me that Dead by Daylight doesn't let you like go online as a group. Yeah, I feel it's like so that fucking we dumb. Could, we could get back into it that way, but because we don't. Why would I want to go online? Because to play the real game, you have to play it online, right? Yeah, that's like where the yeah. consumables go away and all of that. Why would I want to go online without my friends? Like, why would you want that? But then again, yeah, it's just like uh, maybe make it to where. If you're playing online with the group, then you're always going to have to be the survivors and never one of your group can ever be the killer. But can't you just matchmake where you're only matchmaking a survivor, only matchmaking as killer? I think so. Yeah, yeah, you can. You can. If you're by yourself. Yeah. But not as a group. Yeah, so. Nothing as a group. Nothing. Could you imagine a, a. thing of Dead by Daylight where you have like 20 survivors and like three or four killers at the same time. That would be fun. <laughs> Just an orgy fest of death. And so you're like, get the fuck away! So you cut down most of them and then it becomes like strategic hunting. Yeah. Maybe if there was a way to uh, incapacitate a killer for a certain amount of time. Yeah. yeah. I bet you the Resident Evil game will do that. Because they already have that for most of their fights. There's well, they always, like, stagger. beat the killer in some arbitrary way in the fucking, like, slasher films or whatever. So, like... Yeah. Why not? Yeah, it kind of works, yeah. Why not, like, grab a voodoo doll of Jason and have that be the way to incapacitate him for, like, a little bit? Yeah. Um, that's all I really had, though, as far as, like, news and new stuff that I've heard. Um... I don't know. I'm excited to get it and see what it's like, but I don't know. I might get into the beta. I'm not sure like what if they email you right away or like how those really work. I've never really gotten in. So. Uh, I think they email you like a week before they actually start the beta. Oh, okay. So I might have some time then. Um, but yeah, I'll probably pick it up. Be a good time. I'm still worried, though. I'm still worried it's too dead by daylighty, But, like, I don't know. I just hope it's not 60. Like, 60 bucks would be too much for that kind of game. Yeah. It's totally going to be 60. Though. And it will be. You know it will. Yeah, probably. Fucking hell. There's no reason why they would have it be less. Yeah. Yeah, probably not. All right, well, you guys got anything else? No. No. It's kind of a short episode, but... A little bit, but yeah, takes as long as it takes. Uh, yeah, guys, get your hog in. Hog league begins now, so we'll, I'm going to track how many points you have now, and then next week I'm going to track how many points you have then, and that'll be your weekly points. So get your shit done. Keep on it. I'm going to keep bugging you, you guys. Any, uh, face-offs, or is it just everybody versus everybody? Um, I'll do a face-off after this. i got to still make a map for the teams who are playing each other. But, All right. Yeah. I that's it for now. Perfect. Cool. Well, we'll get into that in just a sec. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Hageb, the second coming, is here. So, first week matchups. Schweiss's Sweatmeisters versus the Dukes of Death. 
You got Abrat cracks the whip against the most offensive. That doesn't count against Rominger's rompers. The stepmotherfuckers against Matunica's heroes. And thy chase squad against day for last place. Guys, get your hog in, get your points, represent your team. You guys know you guys should know whose team you're on. If not, join the Discord. It's pinned to the Nude Clan Twitter. It's very easy. We got lots of activity in there involving the uh, the hog and other various Nude Clan items. Um, so, also, I want to make a clarification. I saw a particular user counting books that they read to their children as a book on the hog. Now, very admirable to read your kids some bedtime stories, but... Those books are supposed to be novels, and a novel is clarified by a specific page count or word count, and kids' books don't quite do that. But my suggestion is you log them as comics, because comics we've already established are books for children, so you can throw those on there. Um, So if you've done that, please... Please uh, change change those back, and I'll make sure to make note of that when I'm tallying up the points for the week as well so you won't short your team. Because uh, basically all I do is just copy the, the current points and then compare it to whatever points you have when I pull the numbers for the matchup. So I'll make sure to account for that when I do that. So if you've done that great it's awesome that you're doing that but let's re let's recount them as uh comics because it's mostly about the amount of effort and time it takes to do the specific media um so a cd is usually about you know 45 minutes to an hour long but you don't really have to be doing much while you know consuming that media um kids books where you i think we're going to go with comic book for that because it's a little more involved than like an album um but it's i mean it's not you know, 10,000 words or whatever, which is what I think that's around the thing for a novel. But yeah, the books section is supposed to be for novels. Um, audio books are a little more loose just because there are so many of them that are so long. And then there are some that are, you know, six to 10 hours long. And that's, I, that's just an average game. Um, but yeah, so make sure you change that up. But guys, get your hog in, get your points and I'm excited to see what we can do for Season 2. Um, yeah. Well, that's going to be it for this episode, guys. Live always in the nude. Yeah!